0: Today, the life journey of America has brought us back to where we began. In the years leading up to the formation of our country, the colonies were extremely divided and in danger of never coming together as a nation. Their situation was much like we have it today. With disagreement about government ideals, it was very possible that the United States would have never formed. But few today realize that the spiritual revival called the Great Awakening saw many hearts turn to God. The unity that resulted was the driving force that brought men back together again to agree to the principles that we now have in our Declaration of Independence and Constitution. Unless the truth of God is brought back into our nation, no president or political ism will fix the pain that we are in. The American life journey has been riddled with pain and it is through pain that we are forced to evaluate our values. Today, people don't form their philosophy of life the way our forefathers did. The bedrock that adequately defines our narrative for morality, for God, and for liberty must be rediscovered. Today, Pastor Hardica takes a look at the core of the American life journey. The other day I started reading the comments on a Facebook post about abortion. The anger Name-calling and twisted logic that people used made me realize one thing. Americans across the board, from the atheist to the conservative Christian, have lost the ability to adequately communicate their beliefs to those who oppose them. Yet it is their beliefs about what is true that forms their life narrative, and they get terribly angry or frustrated because when they are disagreed with, they see a personal attack on their value identity, and reason for being. When Christians can't adequately answer core values of why they believe something is right or wrong, they become angry and judgmental. When folks can't define adequate moral truth to support their views, it also feels like a self-worth attack, and they can get very insulting. I see a conservative sarcastically demean the far-left political leader, and it grieves me, that he or she was once an innocent child that was their parents' delight. I see an angry protester who wants to overthrow our government and think of what it was like when he was a toddler. Where did we veer off course? Why does God allow suffering if He's a loving God? How can Christians take a clear stand against gay lifestyles, or liberals claim a new tolerance for everyone but those that disagree with their values? I believe it starts where America has drastically shifted from where it used to find truth. Now, before you turn this off, realize that you have probably gotten so manipulated by our culture that you're tired and no longer want to take the time to do the hard work of discovery. Oh, it's probably not your fault, but you'll understand in a moment why we all are here and how things must change, and that God may very well allow that change to happen. Today, most importantly, the church needs to learn how to share the truth of God by understanding the implications of where America has gone off course in its life philosophy. Ravi Zacharias said, There are three fundamental components we use to establish our life philosophy. Logic, imagination, and personal experience. Logic is our reasonable, intelligent assimilation of the facts. Imagination comes in the back door, so to speak, and is influenced or received through the arts and music. It's more of a visual and emotional element we use to establish our life narrative and answer basic questions. The third element of philosophy he calls the kitchen table, transmission of our lives. These are the stories, experiences, and communication of life's vitals through the stories told around the kitchen table. They're the means of family life learning, so to speak. It's been noted today that you can't reason with Antifa or the BLM. They openly have said they don't want a dialogue. Their more educated ones know they can't win this way. The socialistic overthrow of America is spun on the table of thinking with your emotions and hearing with your eyes. We've lost the power of the spoken word. Ravi said that the Bible doesn't state... In the beginning was the video. The Bible says in the beginning was the word, but today it's visual presentation that sways people's life, philosophy, and morality. It was once said, Men's lives influence their arts, yet one day the arts will influence the man's life. We didn't know this, so America lapped up the television and continued to take a moral cue from sitcoms, late-night comedy, and social media. The musician will become famous, and then they'll tell people how he lives, and they'll follow him because they already have the emotional yet imaginary bond. The feelings generated are real, but they embody no viable reason. Because imagination and the arts are so desirable to us, logic can not compete because we'll lap up hours of entertainment and think that ten minutes of true and reasonable study is all that we need to fill our quote-unquote required quota. Therefore, today we're at war with the media platforms and entertainment to take back our country from socialistic Marxism and atheistic communism. People aren't identifying as communists, but they absolutely are becoming communists from the inside out, and they don't realize it. We need our family back. We need to resist the corruption of the arts' messages, and we need to open the door to reasoning with logic instead of emotion. We need the family kitchen table back. We need to do the hard work of understanding who God is and how to find and share His truth logically. Why is He called a deity? Why is Christianity the only sustainable, realistic solution for mankind? How do we answer the atheist or the scientist who thinks he can discover a supernatural God's reality or absence of Him with mere human tools of reason? We're going to address that further next time on Life Journeys, but suffice to say here that there's a fourth dimension of discovery where it comes to philosophy or narrative of life. That dimension is the supernatural revelation of God. We'll see how God uses the first three, logic, imagination, and family life, to deliver to us the revelation of who God truly is. But it won't come through those means. It will come through the Spirit of God. But for today, let's acknowledge that the technology we have, the media and entertainment, is an easy thing for us to all drink in. Yet, when it is used to feed our families the moral truth, such as normalizing fornication is merely the emerging of a new day, and that we need to embrace change and accept all people as okay, then we've got a serious problem. The idea that everyone is doing it makes us our own source of truth. It's humanism which over a decade ago the Supreme Court defined as a religion. The question before America and before us today is not socialism versus capitalism or the place of abortion versus gay lifestyles, but it is the question of the existence of God. The answer must be addressed logically and also on a feeling level about our experience of Him capturing our hearts. And finally, with the life stories about how we have lived it out today. That's how this podcast has always been presented. I learned as a child from my mother, raising me in church, that God is and that we all need His salvation. Then one day, He came into my living room and spoke to my heart as I lay on the couch with a hangover. My Bible knowledge explained to me what was happening. That was my changing day. Then over the course of many years, He has shown me His promises and then come through exactly as He said when I needed him the most. That's my logic, my personal experience and my daily life application. Intertwined with it is the fourth dimension of my own life narrative of truth. The reason, the emotion and the application of my mother showed me as a child formed a philosophy of truth that led me to accept the revelation of God when he finally showed up. Let me close with this little secret. God has not changed. He's about to show up again for a whole lot of people. Let's get our children ready, so that when God does show up, they can make a reasonable choice. Let's get everyone ready. God has chosen not to be discovered by science. That would be like us trying to teach chemical engineering to an infant. The child needs to see and hear and touch and taste, the amazing life that is all around it. Love and life are learned from an encounter. God is known through the heart, just like you can read about a storm, but you really don't know what one is until you've experienced it. Let's learn to use our limited senses to get the world ready for an encounter with God.